Welcome to the Action Playbook. I'm Jason Fox. And I'm Coach Robin. And we're helping leaders take action in life and business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Episode 8, the Action Playbook. We're here to speak to you about communication. Yeah. So, uh, was it the same for you growing up? Uh, for me growing up, my parents always used to say, you know, treat others as you would want to be treated yourself. Oh, I think I just got told, don't speak unless you're spoken to. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in the corner, shut up. <laughs> no, my parents are lovely. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I, I would actually get that. I understand why they would do that. Yeah. Can we get a word in, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, the golden rule in life is, you know, treat others as you would want to be treated yourself, right? I've heard it. Um, but when it comes to communication, this is what we're learning now, that for effective communication, it's really about treat others as they want to be treated mm-hmm. to get the best results. So how do you know how they want to be treated? Do you have to listen? You do. Oh, that could be a part of communication. Yeah, no, uh, self-awareness is definitely one aspect, but being able to, you know, being aware of other people's communication styles mm-hmm. is, um, is, is where the real magic starts to happen. Yeah, I get that. Like um, some people like to speak a lot and other people want to be more to the point, which I can see the, the profiles here on the board that we're going to cover. And, you know, my wife likes to tell me the story and it dates back to 1983 and then it fast forwards into this year and then it's back to when she was a child and started school, and the new school in 2001. I'm like, ultimately she's just telling me she's going to get a loaf of bread. I'm like, fuck, just tell me you're getting bread. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the point, fact. And that's, so that's me. I'm like, just tell me, are you going for a loaf of bread? Great, thanks for that. Versus, you know, she wants the whole big story um, and that, that's her communication versus mine. Yeah, uh, very good, very good. And it's a great segue because I wanted to touch on um, an exercise that I do because I do communication workshops. I'm a communications facilitator and I'll get onto that in a second. But uh, when I do those workshops, I always like to start with this one exercise called the paper plane exercise. Mm. And uh, what I do is I give everyone three sheets of paper and I say, right, take one sheet, put it aside. The other two sheets, what I want you to do um, I want you to fold the paper aeroplane and be creative. Be as creative as possible so that, you know, it's just fun. Yep. Um, and then you need to create a set of instructions on how to fold that paper aeroplane. And uh, what I do is, uh, you know, they, I'll give them 10 minutes, whatever, to do that. And they create the instructions and then I get them to swap the instructions. And now with the piece of paper that they put aside, they've got to now fold the paper aeroplane as per the instructions they've received from someone else. And then at the end of it, we compare the two aeroplanes, you know, the one that the person who created the instructions folded and then the one who interpreted the instructions folded. And guess what? Very different. Seldom will it be the same. Do they ever just screw them up into a ball and be like, eh? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, I have had that actually. Yeah, uh, so what I do is just a fun element to that exercise is we then see whose who's paper aeroplane that's been folded from someone else's instructions will fly the fast, the furthest. furthest yeah. And uh, um, I actually had one person just crumple it up. Throw the ball. A ball <laughs> made an instruction on just crumple it up in a ball and then throw it as far as you can. And they won. Yeah, I can imagine. Because <laughs> most darts are pretty average. 
Yeah. That's actually relevant for today's podcast. But yeah, it was a fun <laughs> exercise. Um, so, you know, the, the purpose behind the exercise is really to show that the way that we communicate and the way that our communication is received is very often different. Mm. And, you know, so often in the workplace, especially when you, you know, you give somebody an instruction and they don't follow the instruction, it's like, why didn't you just do what I told you? Yeah. Very often it's because what you said or the way you said it um, wasn't received, is was received in a different way. Do we want to touch on quickly that the other thing that Chris did? Because I think that's a great way of. I'll, I'll do it because I've already opened into it, segued in. Go for so, it. so we in, in our um, action membership program, we had one of our our friends. Friends, uh, yeah, we'll call him a friend. Um, he 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 did a speech and he did a fantastic speech. But again, on the communication piece, he said, "All right." Everyone, two teams, One, both of you are going to choose someone who's blindfolded, here's a whole lot of cones, and the fastest person to touch all the cones with their foot all the way around the loop wins. And everyone was like, stand left, go right, two steps forward, on your left foot, worked around, they were like a minute 30 each, both teams. And Chris goes, I reckon I can get them around this in like 15 seconds. Anyone believe me? No. And he just grabbed the person and walk them over the cones. Bang, 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 bang. There you go, 15 seconds. So he never once said that you couldn't touch the person or anything. Just because he was blindfolded, everyone assumed that the instruction was you needed to tell them how to step. But he never said that. That was not part of the communication whatsoever. It was just the quickest person to touch each cones, and that person had a blindfold on. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the interesting part with my exercise of the paper aeroplane is that there's a, an element of that as well because I don't ever say you've got to write the instructions down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'll just draw it, like draw a line through there, yep. cross, cross, fold. Yep. Yeah. But, but even one step further, which is great for systemizing your business, is um, why don't you just video yourself folding the plane? Then there can be no confusion of what the end result is, Right. Oh, I see anybody actually said you had effective? to use a piece of paperwork either. Yeah, you don't even have to uh, do that. Yeah, true, true. See? And and so that that would be a that would be a very effective way of communicating, mm. uh, especially things like operating procedures, training, you know, those sort of things in the business. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing in business is literally if I've got to show you how to use a specific um, website or whatever it may be, a portal in one of our finance companies, I'll just screen record it. Here you go. Now that's on file, and if you ever get stuck, you can just have that video on the other screen and follow those steps. And the beauty is, everyone gets the same set of instructions, right? Yeah, Somebody correct. else comes and joins the team. Guess what? You've got a video. Yep. They get to see it, just like Bob did two weeks ago. Mm. Um, and it's the same instructions. So that comes to um, systems and processes in business, but we're we're just talking about communication here today. So. We are talking about communication. Um, so here's an interesting fact. Uh, if you've got 16 people, so just, just imagine a workplace with 16 people in it, there is a potential 256 connections between those 16 people. Right? Okay. If yep. you've got two people, it's Four? Two. 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 Me with you, you with me. Four um, becomes eight. And, no? and when you get to 16, <laughs> let's... It's, this is not a maths podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shit, he's doing the math. Finance guy. I'm going to debunk this myth. <laughs> when, when you get to 16, it's um, 256 okay. potential connections. I'm just going to trust you. Yeah. 
just go with me. <laughs> um, if you double that, 32 people, guess how many connections you have then? 1,024. That's exactly right. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It might be because that was on the board. Well, um, no, so, not thinking, oh, there is so <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> so it's not, it's not, you know, 256 doubled to 512. It's actually quadrupled yeah. um, to 1024. So you get this exponential factor. So uh, how important is communication in a workplace? Quite. Yeah. Well, quite honestly. What should we say, Viri? <laughs> it is very important yeah. uh, and probably one of the least focused elements of the workplace environment. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just as important in life. You know, the communication you have with your partner, you should do the paper plane exercise with Anna tonight. Oh, she, no, she's at home show. She'll have no interest in doing anything like that. <laughs> the whole weekend standing on her feet talking to people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. Saturday we're recording this. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, so uh, where was I going? Oh, the communication is just as important in your life as it is in the workplace, but uh, the workplace is one of the areas where people are not consciously talking about this stuff. Mm. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a DISC facilitator, so talking about like personality profiling, communication profiling, um, uh, psychometric testing, all of these sort of things. Uh, DISC is one. There's lots out there, but the one thing that is fairly common to, to most of those psychometric profiling systems or tools is that there's four communication styles. So I'm going to just talk about DISC, but it's the same for insights for, you know, some talk about doves and eagles and others talk about red, yellow, blue, green. Uh, I'm just going to talk about DISC, which is D-I-S-C. D is dominance. I is influence. S is stability. And C is compliance. Or consistency right so these are the four different styles so that the dominance is all about action um, you're a D DI sure. aren't I you, DI. you just want to keep it short and sweet right just short and sweet uh, don't don't bog me down with details just give it to me and move on yep throw a fact at me and go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. to think that it's like somebody watching a trailer of a movie and now they feel like they've watched the movie they've yeah, yeah. seen what they've needed to that's kind of what the D is. And then I'll go and apply it. Yeah. yeah. And everyone listening or watching this will, will know someone who's a D. It's like, just give me the facts. Just keep it short and sweet and then move on. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what's great with a, with a high D person, although their communication is short and direct, uh, they're also someone who can action stuff fairly quickly. You know, they, they're driven to just get in there and do it. Sure. Then you've got your influencer, the I. So a high eye is somebody who's energized by other people around them. They don't like to work in isolation. Mm -hmm. They like to be around other people and they generally get on well with other people. Yeah. Um, and again, in your workplace, you probably know somebody like this. They move around from one desk to the next, to another office and always just checking in and how is everyone doing? And you there's, know, two, you there's two people on the couch like this that are actually time vampires. <laughs> 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 always, but hey, 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 uh, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, pal. <laughs> time for a beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, actually. Oh, yeah. it, could, it could do. Maybe the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so... So, so great, I. Yep. the high eye, great, great to have in a team 
you know, great to have in your team because they are team players generally and they like to get people motivated to do things together. Sure. Um, so that's the high I. Uh, you get the high S. Very interesting uh, communication style. This is about, you know, getting things done. It's about task-based or project-based work ethic. It's like, all right, tell me what it is that you need done and I'm going to do it and I'm going to get people to do it with me if I need to. And then once it's done, then I'll move on to the next thing, you know, yeah. versus a high D that will jump around and juggle five or six things at the same time. <laughs> Common unity, profitable pathways, yeah. action, the action playbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these things. Yeah. And, and that would be Anna. Yeah. I'd imagine we yeah. I should disc you. We should make, get it a full one. in. but yeah, I would we say should. that's, um, you should. Anna. Mm. Um, and that leaves us with a C. And the C is somebody who is highly detailed. Uh, you know. So uh, great for like a bookkeeper or an accountant, engineers, um, that sort of communication style where, where detail is really important mm. and they like to receive as much information as they can. And generally they're quite quiet, quiet people in the workplace. Yeah. But when they speak... They speak because they have thought everything through and they've now felt they've gotten to a point where they feel they've got an opinion to share. Yeah, they think before they speak. Yeah. They think before they speak and they're quite guarded people too. Um, kind of, you lock them up in an office and you leave them and they're quite happy to work on their own versus the I that, you know, needs to be around people. And I, look, I've done this disc reporting with Robin and what you, you just pick a few questions and you're like, there's no way this is going to, know me and what spits out the bottom is a how to deal with Jason manual. It's literally like, don't speak to Jason this way, do do this, da 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 I was like, fuck, that's me to a T. Yeah. Like it's incredible what it comes out. So Robin sells those. Um if you <laughs> <laughs> plug. Do a quick plug. Yeah. Uh we'll put a link in the in the chat. Um so you know I think I, and and so there's two elements. It's the self awareness and then the self management. Right, so being being aware of what your own style is. So if you without understanding what your own style is, then you're just gonna communicate in the way that you know how to, which is typically gonna be in your own style. Yep. Uh, and that's where the confusion starts to come in because somebody might not respond to your style and I, and I'm you know, taking two directly opposite styles like a high D that is short, sweet, get on and get out versus the high C. Now you've got a high D and a high C talking to each other. The one wants lots of details. The other one just wants to move on to the next thing. And so you have this clash, mm. conflict situation that arises because people are misunderstanding each other. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, being, being self-aware is one thing, but understanding that you can change that and you can push a style. So if you're a high D, but you know you're talking to a high C and you want this high C to do something that is really important for you, the way to do it is to talk to them in their styles so that they get all the information in the way that they want it. And that's self-management. Yep. So yep. you're managing your style, adapting your style to fit in with the person that you're communicating with Sure. to get the results that you want. Yeah, makes 100% sense. So if you're a business owner and you employ a heap of staff, this would be a very valuable tool to have run your stuff through, would it not? 100%. I mean, you can and or your it. partner. Yeah. Or your best friend. Or your flatmates. 
probably a lot of this stuff. <laughs> One of the best things you can do is do it with your partner. So much conflict that happens at home could be avoided just by understanding their style and your style and, and where you need to meet in the middle. Yeah. And um, I remember there was a, s- a situation once where somebody did one of these tests, just an online questionnaire, right? You fill it out, you've done it, you fill it out, it pops out this report. And we gave the report to the person and they were like, that's not me. That's odd. Did you, you know, did you answer it honestly? Absolutely, absolutely, I did. Okay, all right. S- send an invite to do it again. Got the same result. Like, nah, this thing, this does not work. This is a load of rubbish. Send it to the wife. Send it to the wife. <laughs> send it to the wife. Oh my god, that's him. <laughs> and guess what? She came back with what I just said. He's that's him to a T. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, so he can't recognize what he is. He's in denial. So, uh, yeah, uh, communication tools that we're talking about today can help you in your workplace, your life, uh, home life, uh, even relationships with your kids. You know, um, they, they get tested. Those relationships get tested through various phases of being a toddler to a teenager to when they leave home. Um, so, yeah, communication plays such a vital role. I actually think it's one of the most important elements to a successful workplace, a good culture, yep. and also um, for relationship building with clients, suppliers, and colleagues. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can I just touch on, so that communication can be as, as quick and easy as a number as well. So I'm going to credit a guy called, um, I think he's called Kiwi Dad. He's a local guy here in Tarring and he was on the Keeping the Change podcast. And I heard this and I, I spoke about it on the Common Unity podcast. I said, that is so valuable. And so his wife stays at home, I believe, and he goes to work or vice versa. I don't, I don't know the full dynamics of their relationship. But ultimately, everyone goes out into the day and we all meet back home around dinner time. That's how relationships work, right? You go away and do your job, you go away and do your job, or you're at home with the kids, whatever it may be. And when they walk in the door, rather than, oh, hey, how was your day, and a whole lot of information, they just throw a number at each other. So he's like seven, and she said three. He's like, shit, she's had a bad day. Sweet, I'll get on to dinner straight away. He just knows, all right, let's just, I'll take over from here. Where he might walk in and say, oh, two, and she's like, ten. He's like, okay, well, you go have a beer and have a shower and, you know, I'll, dinner will be ready in half an hour. And they just know straight away to give each other a little bit of space or whatever it might be based off throwing a number out there. You don't have to get into the nitty gritty. You can calm down. But communication can be that simple. It can be. Uh, the key thing with communication, if you really break communication down, it's all about just making yourself understood. Right? Mm. Um, it doesn't have to be grammatically correct you know, oh, uh, pronunciation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Even spelling. If you're writing, uh, mm. if it's a communication in writing, right? Uh, yep. even oh my god, they used wrong there. Yep. Nah, I'm not reading past this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send this back with all my corrections. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come back when this is grammatically correct, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's that's when you when you really break down communication. It's really that simple. It's just like, how can I make myself understood so that you know how to respond? You know, or that you know what it is that I'm trying to convey in order to go and action something. Sure. And that's communication at its, at its heart. And so throwing out a number like that, and I love that, by the way, mm. throwing out a number tells the other person what they need to know. Yeah, and a snapshot. Yeah. And within 10 seconds, ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty good. Is there anything else we need to touch on? No, I, I think just the big thing is um, coming back to where we started is the golden rule is, you know, treat other people as you want to be treated yourself. The platinum rule for communication especially, treat others how they want to be treated mm. and you get the results you're looking for. So, you know, get out there, practice. Practice those four styles that we spoke about, uh, action, uh, influencing, uh, stability. You know, uh, see if you can identify it. It's a practiced art. See if you can start to identify people's styles around you uh, and then see what happens if you adapt your own style to theirs and what the net result of that would be. So treat others as they want to be treated to get the best communication and the best results. Love it. Get out there, take some action. <laughs>